Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach. Now, they call me the queen of predictable sales results. Well, because the easy formulas I share create sustainable, predictable results for my clients. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy Show. Because, well, this show is all about inspiration, not just in demystifying the client getting process known as sales, but also in peering through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now, for me, after, well, about 22 years now of outperforming my peers and sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, her zone of genius is her ability to actively listen, be empathetic, and create customized plans and strategies to fully support each person individually so they can finally achieve their big vision goals. So I'm super excited to introduce Evila Ram. Now, Evila is owner and head coach at Evila Ram Coaching, which is a leadership development practice that brings support, strategy, and maximum performance so clients can reach their highest professional and personal goals. Now, Evila has held many leadership positions in sales, management, civic board positions, and volunteer activities. And throughout her different roles, she maintains a clear and targeted focus to create a win for everyone on board. Now, as a coach, she stands out for her focus on shifting unwanted destructive energy to an energy that creates growth, prosperity, and effortless influence. Our process is easy, and when practiced, will change many aspects of stressful areas of life. Now, in her personal life, she has faced adversity head-on and has been told that she is a pillar of strength for others. And now she brings that passion to leaders in all walks of life, uh, from boardroom to small business teams to entrepreneurs. She has a passion for helping people succeed in reaching their hopes and dreams, both professionally and personally. Now, while the work can be challenging, the energy it brings invigorates and excites her. Now, in addition to being an associate certified coach, with the International Coach Federation and Certified Daring Way Facilitator and an Energy Leadership Index Master Practitioner. She also holds a master's degree in counseling and has worked within the addiction recovery community for over 35 years and has a wealth of hard-earned life experience badges that she brings to the table. Evila works with small companies and individuals alike, helping them develop the skills, habits, and behaviors that lead to increased influence and maximized performance so they can ultimately reach their goals. Well, welcome, Evila. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Thank you, Wendy. I am so excited to be here. Yeah, and you know, I just love how you've developed your own approach. You've really created your own methodology that helps people achieve those, those big business and personal goals that they really never thought were possible. So I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing. 
Thank you. Uh, I am just really excited to be here. I love working with people who feel stuck, who feel like they don't know where they're going, or if they know where they want to go, don't know how to get there. And when they reach their goals, the, the tone in their voice, the, the look on their face, it just really invigorates me and excites me. And I just, I love coaching. Yeah, that's that big transformation is all mm -hmm. is what it's all about. So yeah, I love that. Well, Evelo, exactly what was the inspiration or tipping point that prompted you to start your own coaching practice? Well, I was a stay-at-home mom for many years, and I ended up getting divorced. And uh, I, went to, I think this is not that unusual of a story, but uh, I was looking for something where I could share my experience with other people um, going through difficult situations. And at the time when I first started coaching, uh, it was going to be divorce coaching. I do have a master's degree in counseling and I thought, well, maybe I, mm -hmm. I need to go back, get a PhD, but that really was not what I wanted to do. I did not want to be a therapist. I wanted to be a coach because it's certainly more action-based and I can't sit for more than 10 minutes to be perfectly honest. So <laughs> I want to work with clients who are also right. about taking action. Right. And, um, it, it kind of morphed from divorce coaching to parent coaching. And I had a move about three and a half years ago. And I decided uh, I want to do business coaching because if I work with people in business, the type of coaching that I do has a very narrow focus, but wide ranging applications. So if we are working on shifting that negative energy and that mindset out of your business, it's going to affect your personal life as well. Your family relationships, your social relationships, maybe even your golf game or, right. or any other sporting activity you're in, your health, your pocketbook. It just mm -hmm. affects everything because uh, energy is everywhere and you can't destroy it. It just moves. So we want to move it into something that is compatible with success. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that makes a lot of sense. And I love the fact that you really wanted to stay aligned with something that you know, spoke to you it was really the essence of what generated for yourself happiness. You knew that you could do therapy work or mm -hmm. counseling work. That's what you had training in, but you really wanted to, to align with something that resonated for you in a, in a way that fulfilled some of the natural tendencies that, that you possess. So, yeah. So I love mm -hmm. that. And you. you talked a little bit about the, you know, how your business evolved really from that focus of, okay, could do divorce coaching, been through that, been there, done that, could now help people navigate that awful experience in a way that, <laughs> you know, results in a win. Yes. And, uh, you know, you can talk a little bit more about, you know, if you ventured into that, but then you went into parenting coaching, which, okay, been there, done that, still do that, you know, in terms mm -hmm. of the real life uh, things that parents have to face and how to help them navigate those challenges and, and um, situations in a successful manner. And then you landed in the business coaching. So, so how long then have you been coaching and can you maybe talk a little bit about what prompted you to take these, these little pivots or, you know, change the direction in your coaching focus Mm -hmm. Yes, I've been coaching. Well, I'm actually in my 10th year of coaching. Okay. Um, and I just found the, the reason for me to pivot was, I guess I became out of alignment, <laughs> like your spine gets out of alignment. Sometimes mm -hmm. I was no longer aligned with a particular style of the niche I, I had chosen. Uh, to go along with my values. So mm -hmm. that's why I pivoted. And, and it was, it was scary. It's always scary to start over and do something new, even though I, 
ultimately what I bring to the table has not changed since mm -hmm. I've started right. coaching. Uh, be getting in a new market, getting into uh, a new uh, environment, having to to network and put myself out there again. Oh my gosh, it, it's scary, and That's the right. fears of any entrepreneur are just right there in your face. But being able to overcome those challenges is what I do with my clients. So why mm -hmm. would I not also do that? Mm -hmm. Right, stepping into your own strength, finding mm -hmm. those opportunities to really rise above. So yeah, so so speaking of that, reinventing or restarting a new focus that's probably presented some some challenges or roadblocks have there been any other big roadblocks that have come up along the way well uh <laughs> sometimes my personal life has gotten in the way and um you know one of the things about being a coach is if you do your continuing education you're always learning about yourself mm -hmm. and and there have been major shifts in my relationships, whether it's been a romantic relationship or my friendships, that when I started coaching and changing, I started to get out of the box that a lot of people liked to see me in. <laughs> and oh. so that became painful, but I knew on the other end of what I was doing, it was what I wanted. The goal I wanted was to be self-sustaining self financially, to be in charge of my schedule, to have flexibility. I have two adult children that don't live close to me. They're 600 miles away and I wanted to be able to visit them. I wanted to be able to go on vacation and all of those things were very important to me. So I picked coaching because I am in charge of my own uh, lifestyle for the most part. And I want to help people because I know I am not alone in that. It's like a combination of you know, if you, if you're making rice krispie treats, you got to have the rice krispies and you got to have the marshmallows and the butter, but it all has to come together to make a tasty dessert. Right. So when, when I get around people who aren't used to having or being around an entrepreneurial spirit, sometimes they can say things like you, maybe you should just get a job that has insurance <laughs> mm, or is that right. really what you to do? Or the when you start making advice. money, yes. When, <laughs> well, you let me know how that works when you start making X amount of money. So, and, and these are people that I love and Ooh, I have right. really had to learn how to let that roll off my back to not that, let that get in the way mm -hmm. of the work that I'm doing. And right. again, I know this is normal for anyone who is starting their own business or even is trying to shift businesses. Or even if you, um, I was talking to a person who retired as an executive and is looking for other work now this morning, a potential new client. And he is like, I don't know what is going on. I'm not sure what I need to do. And I feel stuck to be able to understand and empathize, which is what you had mentioned right. about me in the beginning. Yep. Understand, I get it. I am with you on that. And let's work together to move through this painful part of your life to get to the goals that you're looking for. Because mm -hmm. on that other side is the freedom that you're looking for, the independent spirit, the peace, the happiness, all of those things yep. are on the other side of the difficult part. Right. So what I'm hearing you say is, is in your own experience, just realizing that, okay, that kind of, that comment kind of rocked my boat a little bit, mm -hmm. but I'm going to let that roll off, keep my eye on the end result and believe in the ability to get there. And so yes. that's kind of what I'm hearing you say is, is just keep the focus, 
and put your guard up knowing that others are intending to be helpful. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're trying to look out for you, but what they're saying, because they're of that influential circle, you know, in your life, it mm-hmm. does kind of rock your, your focus and, mm-hmm. and, and take away your confidence. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I, and that. Wendy, I don't really believe it's a matter of keeping your guard up. I think it's a matter of being able to acknowledge that I'm in one place, this mm-hmm. other person is in another place right. and to have formed a support group of one form or another. And, and I myself have my own coach. So I believe it is so important for people when they are in, in a business environment to have a coach when they are transitioning to a different phase, because having someone who understands that they're with them to say, that's where they are, but that doesn't mean that's where you are. And you yeah. don't have to fall right. into that thinking um, because it's not a guarded thing. If, if I'm trying to be authentic and live a life where people can see me, I don't want to be on guard, but I also want to acknowledge that's where they are. This is where I am. And this is where I'm going. And I'm not going to let that deter me. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. And I, I guess, you know, in terms of on guard, it's like realizing, okay, that was intended to support me. But I received it in a way that didn't support me. So I'm just going to let that roll off. That's what I meant by being exactly just being aware, cognizant instead of getting pulled off and into that self-doubt mode. So, yeah, but thank you for adding that clarity that that makes a lot of sense. And and, you know, you're obviously an expert at helping people increase their influence and maximize their performance. But I'm curious, how do you feel about the client enrollment or, you know, the sales part of being in business. Now, this is a very different skill set. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any challenges or frustrations with yes. this important part of growing a successful business? Oh, definitely, Wendy. <laughs> so, you know, uh, as I mentioned before, as a coach, you, you have to take continuing education hours. And so I have taken a lot of them, but, but internally, intrinsically, Knowing what my value is and then asking for that is my biggest stumbling block when it Mm -hmm. comes to the sales process, that final closing, here is what I charge conversation. And, you know, I I have, I have worked on myself for years. As I mentioned, I was, I've been involved with the recovery community for over 35 years, and there has been a lot of personal development work. And I still sometimes can go to that place of, oh, I'm not really good enough. I've got imposter syndrome going on, you know, all of these things. That's where I I get get Mm -hmm. stuck. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and you're definitely not alone in that um, because that's one of the most difficult things to do as a service-based entrepreneur where your work is the product, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're offering yourself. And so if we have any little limiting beliefs associated with who knows back when whatever happened, those can be triggered, you know, no matter how much work and it's, it's evolving. We're always stepping into a higher version of ourselves, but in the process, in the meantime, though, um, I'd love to provide you with maybe some insight to help you work through that. Yes. I would love that Wendy. Yeah. Oh, so, so this is, this is a, something that I, I love working with my clients on and that is in those conversations with a potential client, however, whatever you call those discovery, a strategy session, whatever, where you're, you're talking with a, a potential client about what's going on for them and what they'd like to achieve. And this is how you can support them. And, you know, 
rolling into your offer and then that part of the conversation. So what happens before that is how you can really create that platform for you to stand in your strength. And some of the key things to do in that opportunity as you're heading into that part of the conversation is to really help your potential client get their head around or illuminate for them what is the downside of them not being able to achieve their goals, not being, you know, whether it's personal, whether it's business, it's both. And like you said, everything is interrelated. Energy is, it, it, it transcends, it's, it's everywhere. And so what is that costing them? What is, you know, the real life cost impact of not being able to, and whatever you've discovered that they ultimately want to achieve or be, you know, have or do. Mm-hmm. And what is the value of that? And when you help really connect, illuminate and quantify and in that part of the conversation and you yourself can see and, and feel, you know, what this person's life will be like after they work with you, mm-hmm. you see it, you know, it, it's real for you when you can, can really enroll in yourself, you know, and that vision with them, mm-hmm. quantify the difference and feel into and, and, and help them really own that new possibility, that new, you know, life that you can support them in achieving. Then when you roll into, so the, the feed for this or the level investment for this level of support mm-hmm. is blank. I mean, it, it seems like a pittance compared to this person is stuck in their muck. They're overworked, they're underpaid, they're burnt out. Their relationships are on the rocks. They're, you know, not living into their own value. They're cutting themselves short. All these things that you've taken inventory on and you yourself know because of all this vast experience, you know, life experience, training, everything that you've done to get to the clarity expertise level of, of coaching that you have and the methodology, you know, mm-hmm. you can create that pathway for them. Mm-hmm. Once you've taken that opportunity of this conversation to really reconnect for your own self with what your work achieves and help them really gain clarity about what's possible for them. Then when you roll into that, it just is like, great. This is the door. You want to walk through it. It's, you know, a $5,000 door. It's a $10,000 door. And we're going to work together for 12 months. We're going to work together. We're going to team up for blank. Then it becomes just a natural part of the conversation. uh, When you step into that ownership early, Mm -hmm. does that make sense? It, It totally makes sense. And as you were talking, I could, I really related to that part of, I, I have seen it. I know what the benefits can be. And I know when I have signed up for programs myself and been nervous about putting down a big chunk of money, that is what got me trusting that those people knew because they have seen it. They have done it over and over again, and they know what the benefit is and can get me to that. 
for, for listening to you to be able to do that to myself, to, to just keep that in mind. I know what the benefits of this particular coaching plan that we came up with are going to be for that person. And it would make that so much easier to bring up the financial value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Awesome. Well, I hope that that provides you with that shift in your perspective as you roll into these conversations. I'd love to hear, you know, how that, how that, uh, shift in your mindset or perspective impacts your next conversation. So be sure to let me know. I always love hearing. Well, you can rest assured that I will be listening to this podcast again so so I can (laughs) hear what you said again. (laughs) All right. Awesome. And, you know, Evela, you know, as we were talking, I, I, I couldn't help but thinking about, you know, the impact that the pandemic has had on lead on business owners, on entrepreneurs, business leaders, in terms of them really feeling that shift in their confidence, or maybe, you know, having their big goals put on the back burner as they have had to adjust and shift to the new normal and those kind of things. So, so can you share maybe a little bit in terms of how the pandemic has impacted the work that you do? Mm-hmm. Well, as I mentioned, I had a, a potential client call this morning, and we were actually talking exactly about that. Um, it feels like we're on an, another planet in a science fiction book sometimes, because nothing is as it was. Uh, and so it is almost like whether you are starting a business, or you've been in business 10 years, or mm-hmm. 20 years, or you're close to retirement, Nothing is as it was two years ago. Nothing is. Right. And yep. that has been very difficult. Uh, you know, it's there's a certain level of awareness that we've had that, you know, in the beginning of it, we, ever, you know, so many people were thinking, oh, it's going to last a few months. And then we yeah. go into year one and then we're, fin- you know, finishing up year two now. So right. no one expected that. So to be able to acknowledge, okay, this is where we are. And then once, once the pit of your stomach has recovered, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Then to be able to take a look at, all right, if this is what's what's happening now, what do I need to do to shift? And I think that is one of the things that the modality of energy leadership that I use, um, which was started by Dr. Bruce Schneider, by the way, is is key to because it takes a look at, OK, here is where we are. Here is where we want to go. And let, we have got to do a lot of shifting to come to that place of peace. Let's, let's look at some of our awarenesses. Let's look at uh, some confidence levels. Look, look at all these things because we have to change everything. We're back in the first grade of business again. You know, mm-hmm. So it's like we have to right. learn our numbers all over again because new math is out and we don't know how to do math. And yeah. so um, that that's what it feels like to me. And that's just an intuitive feeling, but whenever I talk to people, that's the same kind of vibe I get. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I used to be able to do X, Y, and Z, and I'm not getting the same results. How do I change it? Right, right. Which is, it it perfectly aligns with your zone of genius. You know, that ability to just so empathically listen and create those new strategies. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's, this is where we're at. You know, let's create a new strategy. Let's find out what's going on so that you can do what we need to do to achieve those goals. So yeah, mm-hmm. so that's awesome. Well, well, Eva, can you share maybe a little bit more specifics in terms of how you do work with professionals, you know, business leaders who want to finally achieve those big, exciting goals in their lives and professions? Can you, you know, share a little bit more about your philosophy or your approach? 
Sure, sure. Well, uh, the methodology that I, I start off with with all of my clients is a system called energy leadership. And as I said, it was founded by Dr. Bruce Schneider, who was the um, founder of the coaching school where I went called the Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching. But I do an assessment with people. And what that assessment measures is how people operate under a normal day energetically. And I'm not talking about a woo-woo kind of energy. I'm talking about if you are a coffee drinker in the morning, you either are two types of coffee drinker, the kind that rolls out of bed with their eyes shut, hits the coffee machine and can't make a decision until the caffeine hits their system. Or the other kind, when you roll out of bed and walk towards the kitchen, everyone in the house scatters because you are not very friendly and no one wants to talk to you. However, as a leader, those type of people just carry their, their way into the office after they've had their coffee and nothing gets done to the way it's sufficient, it's sustainable, and it's replicatable because mm-hmm. people are either operating from a place of, I can't make a decision, so there's lots of excuses being made, or they're operating from a place of uh, bully mentality. It's my way or the highway. Well, you don't have to stay at this job. And so people are secretly putting their resumes out because they don't want to confront the boss. And, and all the research says, people would rather take a pay cut than work with certain types of bosses. So how do you take that into the next phase? How do you look at that? And that's the work that I do. That assessment shows people how they lead. And typically those negative traits that we're talking about don't come out unless they're under stress. And that can be anything from uh, spilled coffee on myself on the way into the office. I got a bad numbers report. Somebody didn't pick up the kids from swim practice. Anything that causes stress will take us to a place of default, which is usually a low level of energy. It's close to self. So there's worry, there's anxiety, there's conflict all going around and you cannot lead successfully from that position. So I work to take the assessment. None of my clients, I don't work with any clients until they take the assessment because it gives us a starting point. I can talk to someone and know where they are energetically, but to have them see on a piece of paper, and there are white papers to back up this research on this assessment. Here's how you operate normally. Here's how you operate under stress. And then as a coach, it reveals to me 14 different life categories and how satisfied they are in those. So mm. as I mentioned at the beginning, it energy shifting not only affects your bottom line at work and how you deal with your employees or your clients or your customers, but it affects your your marital relationship. It affects relationships with your kids. I mean, just imagine if you could shift your energy and have that 14-year-old take out the trash the first time you asked. What a what kind of amazement would that be? So that is, is what I do. And then once that assessment is taken, we can come up with a plan of, uh, of, of action. How, how do you want to move forward or where are you stuck? We, we talk about uh, blocks, those internal and external blocks. We talk about the intrinsics and your values. We talk about active listening. That is the priority. When I start to work with people is how do you listen to people? Do you listen to people? Mm -hmm. Maybe that is some of the problem going on. And that takes a a little bit of a shift because most of the time in that leadership position, they want to tell and not listen. So that's a primary thing. Thing I work with in the beginning. Right. Yeah. No, that, that makes all the sense in the world in terms of just really peeling back the layers mm-hmm. and seeing where, where the energy is starting mm-hmm. you know, and how it kind of then blossoms out and impacts everything because mm-hmm. it, it just, everything is so interrelated, even though we can say, oh no, there's this 
work-life boundary, you know, or division. No, it's, <laughs> it kind of starts showing up in different variations, theme and variations. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, your, your approach makes all the sense in the world. And I love the fact, like I said, in the very beginning that you've really drawn on all these different philosophies, methodologies, approaches, as well as your own life experience. And you've created your own process that, that does have that, that huge outcome. So, well, how can listeners le- learn more about you and this great work that you're doing? So you can go to my website, which is evalaram.com and that's E-V-A-L-A-R-A-H-M.com. Kind of rhymes okay. a little bit, evalaram.com. Yeah. And yeah. then on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, I am evalaram coaching. Okay. Evil Aram and coaching, easy enough. Evil Aram coaching. And then they all kind of link together. So if you find me on one, you can find me on the other and get to my calendar, which is on my uh, website and schedule a time to talk to me. And initially I just schedule a Zoom call and kind of go over a little bit more about the assessment, how I coach. But really what I like to do is find out why are you coming to me for coaching? What have you tried in the past? What isn't working? What are you looking to get out of coaching? And let's see how we can get there. That's mm-hmm. my primary reason for that first call. Right. Yeah. No, that's, that's great. So, so evilaram.com. Yes. That's E-V-A-L-A-R-A-H-M.com. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. And Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Evil Aram Coaching is your handle there, right? Yes. Okay, fantastic. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, Evil, you've already shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom here through our conversation, but if I could tap on you one last time. Sure. uh, In in looking at your own experience, you know, basically a decade, right? (laughs) Having coaching as your business. What's some advice that you can share with, say, a frustrated entrepreneur who's maybe questioning their decision to have even started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed? Uh, well, I, of course, first off would say hire a coach. I have my own coach as well, because I still struggle as a business owner. It doesn't matter how long I'm doing it. Stuff comes up yeah, right. where I just want to process it with someone who is objective, who is not emotionally tied to my results, who mm-hmm. can think out of the box. And that's exactly why I hired a coach. And if, if people are going to be hiring a coach, I recommend interviewing several. You, you need to find one that, that clicks with you because you're not going to be willing to do the work involved in coaching because it is work. It's emotional work. It's mental work. It's spiritual work. It's financial work. There will be homework. <laughs> there will be yeah. accountability. And unless you like that person, you are not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. No, that, that makes sense. I love that. You know, <laughs> I a coach. I've got a coach. You've got a coach. We're coaches. Mm-hmm. We all need that. And, and like I said in the beginning, you know, that blind spot, we all, we all have blind spots that others can see so clearly. And yes. that really does help move the evolution and create that clarity and in that those breakthroughs. And, you know, Wendy, when you mentioned blind spots, my mind, of course, immediately goes to all the negative stuff, you know, that people can see that I can't, but it's also important to remember those people can see the positives that sometimes I can't see as well. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. we need that. Oh my gosh. Now more than ever, we need somebody to say, you are awesome. You do this great. You do that great. Because sometimes we can just really get, especially as an entrepreneur or a business Mm -hmm. owner, or even in management positions or CEO, 
we can yes. really get down on ourselves. The other reason I think coaching is so important is because if you are in a leadership position, sometimes it's difficult to find someone just to talk to who will be able to relate. You know, yeah. you can't really talk to your family. You can't talk to your team necessarily. You can't talk right. to your superiors sometimes. Right. And then uh, your friends, if they are not entrepreneurs they might not or if they are you. in your position, yeah. they might not know. <laughs> they might not be able to help you. No, so. they typically don't know. They can't understand the inner workings of an entrepreneur. So, no, so yeah. they're the ones who are saying, get a job where you get insurance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, you're not giving yourself benefits? What? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so no, that, that makes a lot of sense. So thank you for providing that extra clarity around just the, the benefits of having that outside expert that's able to support in so many different ways. So, mm -hmm. all right. Well, uh, Eva, you know, it's just been so great hearing about your journey from being that stay-at-home mom, going through that chapter in your life, facing divorce, still wanting to be present at home for your kids, uh, looking inward saying, okay, I've got some qualities here. I've got some skills. I've got some expertise. How can I, how can I make a difference and be the mom I want to be? have the life I want to have, and really stepping into the coaching role and evolving through that, through, you know, divorce coaching, parenting coaching, and now landing in this impactful work you're doing as a leadership coach, providing business professionals with support strategy and maximum performance so that they can achieve and reach their highest professional and personal goals. So I, I've really enjoyed our conversation and I just wanna thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. Thank you, uh, Wendy. I am, I am so grateful that you allowed me to take the time to do this. Yeah, absolutely. And again, for our listeners, you can reach Eva LaRam through her website and that's evalaram.com. Look for the link in the show notes and also follow her on social platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, depending on your, your favorite flavor out there. Uh, that's evalaram coaching is her handle. All right. Well, for all our listeners, remember when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling, where you've fully supported your potential client's decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Eva Laram. And as always, here's to your success. <laughs>